Welcome to the Love Hope Adventure Podcast, where we talk about the marriage relationship, intimacy, and marriage, and how you can go deeper with your spouse. Oh my goodness, what a great start. So we're really excited. We have Ryan Cote on the podcast with us today. Ryan is the owner of Morning Upgrade. He is also has the Morning Upgrade podcast. He has a book, card. So Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself, all the different things you have going on. Sure. I'll start off on a personal note. I'm married for almost 16 years to my wife, Jill. Nice. Uh, 16 wonderful years. <laughs> and uh, three kids, three daughters, uh, soon to be 12, soon to be 10, and then seven, all girls. And uh, that obviously keeps us busy. They're involved <laughs> in a tremendous amount of activities, tremendous. Uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, between softball and soccer and dance and cheer and just, it goes on. Uh, but it makes things exciting. So on the business front, yeah, I run Morning Upgrade. It's a it's a podcast, a book, a blog. My mission is to raise the awareness of personal development and morning routines. And I like talking I like talking about entrepreneurship as well. Uh, I also have a marketing agency with my family, and we have a roofing company as well. That's a recent addition. Uh, as of we got licensed in February, I think it was, and now we're actively doing roofing and siding and gutters and soon to be windows. And so that's a new little venture for the Valentine company, Valentine Corporation. So that's it. That's me in 30 seconds. That, that's it, huh? <laughs> there's, there's nothing else going on in your busy life. <laughs> there's more we can talk about, but I think that sums it up well. That's the highlights. Yeah. That's enough to overwhelm pretty much everyone listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> that's why I'm reading a book right now called Peace is Every Step. Is this a video? This video be shown. So here we go. Uh, no. Peace is every step. <laughs> oh, that's it's a awesome. Book about mindfulness and just trying to enjoy the simple things in life. It's actually a very, very good book. I'm surprisingly go. good. That's awesome. We can link up to it in the show notes for anybody that is interested in that. So we wanted to bring you on and talk with you about you know, personal development, how that plays a role in relationships. Um, you know, cause I get a lot of questions that come in through the blog and really the core question people are trying to get answered is how do I get my spouse to fill in the blank, whatever the yeah. blank is. Mm -hmm. I want them to do, you know, more things around the house. I want them to be more sexually engaged. I want them to lose weight. I don't know. And it's a lot. And I'm sure a lot of it comes from a good place of intentions. Like maybe they're like genuinely concerned about their spouse with whatever is happening. Maybe they just want a better, closer, deeper relationship. Yep. But they want me to tell them how they can go to their spouse and get this thing fixed. And the truth is, is that I don't think that they can do anything to fix or change their spouse, I think you have to focus on yourself. And there's been something I've read a lot and it's really coming up in a lot of the marriage blog circles I run in is this whole concept of the way you show up in your marriage and the way you, you know, show up for your spouse. And like, this is a concept I've actually had a little trouble with but I think you could probably explain that and describe that to us. Like, what does it mean to show up a certain way or whatever? Yeah. Well, I think you're right about what you said that you can't control your spouse. Cause my wife is not into personal development at all. Uh, I mean, I guess into fitness, but she doesn't read the books that I read. Definitely does not consume the podcast that I consume. Doesn't have a morning routine, all of that. And so 
but that's fine. I mean, I, I can't control her. She, it's her life. She does it how she wants, but I can control myself and what I do and how I show up to the marriage, to my kids, to my friends and all that. Not that things are ever perfect, but at least it, I'm making an effort to improve myself and show up the best I can. And it's going to be a lifelong journey for sure. But that's, you know, that's the whole purpose of Morning Upgrade for myself and for people that read and listen to the, to the, to the podcast and read the, read the blogs and read the book. So to me, showing up is just how you, the, the energy you bring, the, your, well, I think it's the energy that you bring to situations. And it's also your intentions, you know? Uh, so if I'm going to like for work, for your team, like how you lead them, how you show up, your energy, your mood. And so I think it's just how you carry yourself and the energy and the attentions that you have. Is there is there anything that has to do with behavior with this? See, I I am struggling with the definition of showing up because when I tell somebody I'm going to show up for them, I mean I am going to get on a plane and fly to their front door, <laughs> like I'm going to show up. This is so different because I keep seeing a lot of people say, um, "I want to do things so that I can show up in my marriage the way I want to." Well, show up, meaning like be the best version. I think it's being the best version of yourself. Because I think people, they react to that. They react to your energy. For example, like if you smile at someone, you know, assuming it's not like a creepy smile, they're going to smile back at you. (laughs) If if you're angry at someone, they're probably going to be angry back at you. And so it's sort of like this people feed off energy. And so when 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 I think of show up, I think, all right, can I be the best version of myself right now uh, for the people that are around me? And, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not easy though. Sometimes you're in a bad mood and you have to go to a meeting or what have you. And, you know, it just, you know, you know, the term Keely, like flip the switch. Sometimes you have to flip the switch to become, to forget about it, forget about all that and just be present in the moment and show up as the best version of yourself. So if we are going to do that, you know, figure out what is that best version of ourself. I think this is actually very hard to do, by the way, because I've been trying to figure that out for myself. I have no idea. I'm still struggling. Like we're multiple months into a personal development course, and I don't exactly think I got this nailed down yet. But if I did, you know, have some indication, how does personal development help you commit to that and, and actually show up as that best person? Before I answer that, I want to ask Austin if he believes that you have nailed it yet. Nailed, showing up nailed best. what? Showing up best, the best version of herself from the course she's taking. I, in in marriage? In, like, what are we, what, help me out here. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in the course, so I'm not sure what, what exactly we're talking about. So I was just trying to you take spot. A, hey, well, you did it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I would say that the what I've noticed from the course is that Keely is doing a lot more introspection and self-reflection, which she is admittedly terrible at oh, yeah. and doesn't very do. Very terrible. And so <laughs> we have had a lot of very interesting conversations as a couple lately mm-hmm. where she's talking to me about the things that are being covered. And and to me, I'm like, I, I think it's hilarious that somebody had to tell her, <laughs> go sit down and think about this aspect of yourself. Because I'm so, I I internalize things so much and overanalyze things so much that I'm constantly thinking about how did I handle this situation and how did I do with this and do the kids, oh, all the time. (laughs) Don't ever think this way. And, and, you know, uh, you know, well, it's part of the whole, like you not having a filter thing. 
you know, so, so I don't know that the course has, um, I I think Keely has always been present in our, in our marriage and with our kids. So I don't know that that has been a great improvement from the course. I think it's been more (laughs) you showing up for yourself (laughs) (laughs) and, and looking and, and seeing, you know, like figuring out who I am. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. But, I resonate what you said about like second guessing what you say sometimes. Cause I had a situation recently, like yesterday or two days ago, I was at my daughter's softball game, not game practice. And there was a bunch of dads there and I knew most of them. There was one dad that I kind of knew, but not really knew who he was. And the practice was wrapping up and uh, we're all saying goodbye. And I said to him, uh, uh, oh, Dan, uh, I'm Ryan, by the way. And, uh, or I say, by the way, I'm Ryan or something like that. And then I was like, why did I add in by the way? Because it makes me sound like I'm saying, hey, jerk, by the way, I'm Brian. You know, so I'm like, idiot, I should have just said. So I, yeah, I feel oh like you know, even goodness. though I'm on this journey, it's I like. I would never have even thought that one bit. Like I wouldn't have even like, I don't even remember what I say to people half the time. Um, so one time in the sixth grade. Oh my God. I tried to do I tried to do something funny. You remember the sixth grade and ended up falling over instead <laughs> and i think about it once a month <laughs> <laughs> well at least you're not doing it at 43 because uh, a month ago i played in our town softball league and softball charity event and my first at bat in front of hundreds of people mind you uh my first at bat i hit it and it was a pathetic hit it was like a pop-up to first base so that was like strike number one strike number two was I fell running to first base. So just like a <laughs> horrific start, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'll be reliving that one too. Uh, so I, I, I feel like I've derailed us. We, we were talking about oh, uh, showing I remember up. the question. Yeah, I remember okay. the question. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. How does personal well, development help us showing up? Yes, that was the question. How does it help us showing up? I mean, you know, like if you're somebody who has the ability to figure out what the best version of yourself is, or I hope you get to like doing some introspection, because I think maybe it's a personality thing. I literally yeah. don't think about yeah. my actions it is. and everything. How does personal development help with that? I think you're right in that knowing what the best version of yourself is, is it's very difficult because it's, it's sort of like this wishy-washy sort of metric like how do you really know what the best version of yourself is because really when you get to that what you think is the best version there's really probably another best version level and so to me it's more about the journey well it's 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 how i feel about myself and i look at my life and am i am i happy with how things are going across like finances and friends and family and fitness and just how i feel about myself so i think there are some things you could look at you know if things are like falling apart in certain areas then you know, like you're probably not at your best version. Um, but it's still not like a hard concrete number or whatever, but I, but for me, personal development, so it's about the journey and the personal development part is the journey. So it's my morning routine. It's the books that I consume. It's the, uh, running morning upgrade and trying to do better and better with that. Uh, it's my, like my fitness and what I do for that. And so it's really just the way I, the way I approach like the 1% better or becoming like the best version of yourself is I just try to every day have make intentional effort with those areas, like do my morning routine, uh, do my fitness stuff, like move every day, you know, and just, I can go on and on. But, uh, and I, it, for me, it's a belief. Like I believe that I do those things and it's going to aid me to getting to my best version. And so that's, you know, 
It's a belief for me. Does that make sense? I feel like that doesn't make sense based on the looks on your faces. Like, what is he talking about right now? <laughs> no, I think it makes sense. It's it's like trying to, um, like you said, feel good about your situation. And that is something I want to address because obviously we have a lot of couples that are in strained relationships with their spouse. Hmm. And I think that it is a combination of things that ends up getting them in that place. And some of it is that they are not showing up as the best version of themselves. They are expecting like their spouse is responding to a lot of the things they're doing and they maybe are completely oblivious to it. Like, and I would be in that category. I'm not going to lie. Um, I am way better at reading people's emotions and like, I can tell when somebody's reacting to something I said. So it makes me go, Oh, I shouldn't say that again. While I don't understand why, like it does do that, but some people are very clueless and they are responding like their spouse is just responding to them and they don't mm-hmm. understand how their actions are causing problems in the relationship. And then there's probably a lot of other things happening. Um, So I think one thing I've been learning with personal development is becoming resilient to the issues because you literally cannot keep problems from happening. Yes, it's true. Yeah, You know, and I would like if you talked a little bit about how personal development builds resilience in you so that when your marriage is falling apart or the world is crashing down around you, like how do you handle that but still somehow show up as the best version of yourself or at least try. Yeah. You can, and you keep on bringing up in my head, the fact that you write like when they're not that I'm like expert in marriage, but I've been married for 16 years. And we had a couple of years where it was looking a little dicey, you know, looking a little dicey, uh, but we made it. Like and everybody so, does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's marriage counseling and just work through. I mean, I think it's really, I think, but I keep on coming back to what you're saying about showing up as the best version of yourself. Cause like you can't control your spouse. Assuming you're still in love with them, you got to put in the effort and, and show up as the best version of yourself for them and try to have fun with them and just make intentional effort to, cause I have people in my life where the mat, where I, I know the marriage is marriage isn't going well and they're not really doing anything about it. They're kind of just ignoring it. And then how is that going to get better? It's not, but I fully believe if one of them, was like went all in and just poured poured love into the other person. I think it might get better, you know. And they learn to have fun with each other. I think that's one thing my wife and I do do best. And I'm realizing I'm actually not answering your question at all, but I'm gonna I'm gonna loop back in a second. Oh, tell um, us all the things. It's good. <laughs> we, we like we 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 have fun with each other. You know, we know how to have fun. Right. We like to stay up and drink wine and watch Stranger Things, and and we like to go on vacation and we make each other laugh and. We also like drive each other crazy sometimes, um, but yeah. we know Same how to have here. fun. What? <laughs> I doubt that. You guys oh, are like the marriage gosh. experts. <laughs> we drive each other crazy day and night yeah. while we're sleeping. I was say, a, don't awesome. confuse having a marriage blog for being a marriage expert, <laughs> and b, even marriage experts are, you know, at each other's throats every now and then. I it's I think it's like you know the marriage. Like for me, morning upgrade like keeps me accountable. Like, cause I'm not perfect by any means, and so like having that second slice of pizza or third slice, like, hey, really, Ryan? You run that morning upgrade blog? That's not very great for you. And so it's, right. it's trying to keep yourself accountable. Right. 
So your question was, I don't remember now. So, um, can you repeat the question? So like, how do you build that resilience through your oh, personal right. development? Because I mean, listen, Austin and I are generally speaking, when the world was crashing down around us, we could get through it. We were pretty resilient in that. But then when we were at odds with each other in our marriage, that was when things were like, you know, not going well. But I think that there's a lot of couples who who don't know how to have any resilience. So when the money gets tight or they lose jobs or the kids are being nightmare or what have you, it like starts wrecking the relationship. Yeah. I, mean, I think you have to first want it to work out um, and have hope for a, a better future. I think hope is a very, very important thing. But in terms of like resilience, I think I'll just answer from my experiences. It comes from experiences. Like when I think about the marriage issues, things we got through, um, financial stuff, uh, just things in the business, just it, it gets through like it, it comes down to like the reps, like going through things and you build a callus to it. Unfortunately, that's often how it works. Like you, you have to deal, you have to go through problems to build up a callus to them and a mindset that says, Oh, I got through this. I can get through that. Like to give you an example, not marriage related, but like one of the condos that we invested in a while back, we've, we've sold it, but you know, there was a water leak and the whole like ceiling collapsed into like, so like things like that, like you just like, you get through it or we had big uh, uh, giant mold issue with one of the tenants and that was like very dicey. So you get through things. And you build up like a mental, like mental armor to steal a, a phrase from one of my guests that I had on my podcast, you build up a mental armor, but you can also do that through personal development. And that's through gratitude practice, celebrating your wins, meditation, journaling, all those things that like in the content you consume, like this book I already mentioned, it's, uh, it just feeds your mind and it, it gives you like the, the strategies to deal with things, um, makes you think differently that combined with going through and getting through, going through and getting through challenges, the two of those combine is, at least through my experience, is is what does it. Hmm. I mean, I think probably one of the biggest relationship killers that I see is that when one or both of the people are super stressed about the situations, then all of a sudden, now they're not showing up, at least even as the person they were when they first got married right? Because like the stress of life, like now they're just upset all the time or acting however it is that you respond to stress and being scared or whatever those emotions are. It's very easy, especially in a close relationship with someone to start acting out towards them or put a lot of it on them. Like, okay, I'm scared. Well, what's the source of being scared? It's you. So now I'm going to, you know, make you stop making me feel scared or or have pain or whatever the case may be. So I think that in marriage, one of the best things you can do is making sure that you are not adding to already a terrible situation with the way you're responding to it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, another thing I you made me think of is that like how you act and how you show up and the actions that you take Sometimes it can be a positive influence on your spouse. It can also be a negative influence too. So it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it all comes back to like energy, like I mentioned before, like the ac- actions you're taking and the energy you're putting out. Uh, it's, you know, because you, you think about how often you're around your spouse, you know, you're, inf- you're a major influence on them, good or bad. 
Yeah. I mean, and the way that you, the way you're responding to the kids and to other people that are important to them is also going to affect the marriage and the relationship. So it's not even just the way you're showing up for them. It's like, okay, well, if your spouse is not doing a good job at work and now all of a sudden you're scared that y'all aren't going to have a job anymore or income or whatever, I mean, that's going to cause big problems in that relationship. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the way that you're responding to your spouse, but like all the other things as well can, can cause them to feel unsafe or insecure or whatever the things are, which leads to it, you know, keeping from being closer and building intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about the word commitment? Like having to have the commitment to work with each other or to, to get through, you have to re- recognize that challenges are going to happen mm-hmm. in, in your marriage and acknowledge that they're going to, it's going to happen no matter what, because we're all just imperfect human beings, but that you're committed to each other to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing too, for us. Like we're, and my wife has made it very clear a few times, um, that we're not going to get divorced, you know? Right. And so right. even if we have problems and so, you know, and she's a very, fe- she's a very fe- fe- uh, feisty Italian woman. So <laughs> I think it's for my own safety. It's in my best interest to say, yes, we are not going to get divorced. <laughs> that is correct. Getting- <laughs> we say the same things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know. Austin says if I leave, he's going with me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stole that from a comedian years ago. I wish I remember who it was. But, but yeah, that's the thing is um, we, we just sort of approach things um, as, you know, like, I don't know who first said this, but I know Kim and, and uh, Penn Holderness all the time say, you're my person. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of how I see it. It's just like, you're, you're my person. Like you're like, whatever else happens, whatever else comes our way, uh, it's me and you are going to be the ones to get yeah. through it. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it, sometimes I, I step back and say, you and I have never been in a spot where that was called into question and doubted and, and everything was, you know, just absolutely horrible. Um, we've had some bad times, but never where it was, Never has the thought crossed my mind of like, well, I don't want to be around you. Right. Like, I, I don't want to do this life together anymore. Oh. So I kind of. I, I think you've definitely not wanted to be around, <laughs> around you. Yeah. There's plenty of times where I didn't want to be around you for that moment. Um, but but not not permanently. And and so oh. um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know if that's um, a product of us being committed to each other and being just I don't know, stubborn about it or stuck in our ways about it or what, or if it's just because we haven't had anything bad enough happen. I, I really don't know. I, I never, yeah, you, could, yeah. what's that? I just wonder how that, how some couples lose that. I'm trying to think of what, I, what happens. I, Are they, you know, I used to earlier in our marriage, I, I used to, to wonder that, like, what would it take? And the longer we're married, I, I like, I, I, I don't know. And, and I try and have sympathy for other people who apparently went through something that I've never gone through. And I, so I don't ever want to be like, well, if people would just be committed to each other, because I, I don't think that it's just because you and I, you know, decided. Well, part of it is we are 
healthy enough individuals and we're not like mm. in the middle of abusing one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of that that ends up happening it, in couples exactly. that divorce. Yeah. And, and and I always, I don't know, for me, I always put divorce because of abuse in a whole other category okay. of like, no, nope, we're not even debating that one. Like, no, that's not even what we're talking about. Um, but it's just people that like, um, like you, you used a phrase earlier where you said, assuming you're still in love. And I was like, I don't hmm. I don't know. Like, are there, do you, do you sometimes fall out of love and it goes away forever? And is there a commitment that lasts beyond that? Or I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm, think I'm fortunate that I, I haven't know, had to keep answer that. You. No, no, go ahead. I thought I you were done. done. And, and I realized you weren't done. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Finish your I'm still talking, but I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um, I, th if I think about it from my point of view, like, there's several things I, I think we're, we're still, you know, happily married. It's, mm -hmm. um, I'm still very attracted to her. I don't know if that's a wrong thing to say. Like the attraction has to be there, but I just think it does. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So I'm still very sexually attracted to her. Um, and like I mentioned before, we like to have fun. I respect her as a person, right? You know, uh, respect her as a mom, you know, think those three things you know <clears throat> you know <clears throat> very important you know the attraction yeah. the fun <clears throat> and the respect and, and to sort of go back to uh we were talking about resilience and and you were talking about sometimes building up calluses you know you, you've got to go through something um i think i feel like the more uh difficulties that we've had to walk through as a couple as a family as individuals, just, you know, like maybe I'm going through something, but you know, she's married to me. So it's not like our marriage is going through a hard time, but I am, or she's going through a hard time and I'm here with her. Yep. That to me, it, you know, like that deepens the, the commitment. It deepens the love. It deepens the, like you said, the respect. I mean, like I, I have always respected Keely, but I respect her like so much more now because I've seen her go through so many things. Like I've seen her, right. you know, give birth three times and I've seen her build a business and I've seen her, you know, try a hobby and try, I've seen her start to try businesses that didn't work, you know, like, and, and she's still, businesses yeah, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and that's the thing is going through those difficulties and the successes has just made me, um, respect her even more. Love her even more, appreciate her I even more. I hope you're going to put teaching our kids how to drive on that list because that is scary. That is that is on the list. Wrap out of that me. Is, <laughs> yeah, we we we. There was never a single conversation about it, but the entire family agreed all together that Dad was not going to be the one to do that. I think we all like the kids are on board. Yeah. Like, nobody wants Dad to do that. So that worked Why? out great. But um, I don't. That, it just it wouldn't work well. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be good uh, for be, my relationship with my kids. <laughs> my blood pressure. Austin uh, is a little jumpy. Austin's a little jumpy. <laughs> I'm a little jumpy, she says. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, when we first got married, especially, I would walk in the room and scare the crap out of him all the time. I'm like, are you not aware that you live with someone? I, I thought Maybe. you were going to bring up the fact that for like the first 10 years of our marriage, including when you had children, I would comment on your driving in the passenger seat oh yeah he was constantly freaked out by me driving I'm like you know you she, put the kids she in the turned back to me one time like a me. decade in and she goes you know i drive around this city like five days a week with your children in the back do you not trust me and i was like that's a good point i'll stop now. <laughs> anyway. but yeah just 
so, so going through all those things, the resiliency, I think builds over time. And if it's building within the marriage itself, um, that's, that's, that's going to help. And I feel like that the, the fact that I know I can depend on Keely means that I, I'm going to show up for her, uh, getting back to our, our key phrase there. Like when yeah. she's having a difficulty, like I'm going to show up for her because I know she's going to show up for me. And mm-hmm. so whether that, whether that's in a time of difficulty or a time of celebration or whatever, um, you know, being there and being on, not, I'm not perfect at it. Not a hundred percent of the time, neither is she, neither is anybody. But, um, but the more you do that, uh, the more you show up for your spouse or your spouse shows up for you, you know, you want to, you want to re- reciprocate and it just builds over time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think going through challenges together, it, it does build that bond for sure. And just right. life experiences and raising kids or, or not. Yeah. You know, those different experiences and challenges, they do bring you together as a person because you usually get, you're usually getting through them together as well. Right. Uh, hopefully. And so it just builds that bond. And, and I think back to like, to go back to personal development, I think it's forced me to try to become a better husband too. Because like one of the masterminds I'm part of, it's a men's mastermind and marriage is a big topic of that, of our conversations. And they encourage everyone to, you know, be the best version of the husband you could be and, 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 um, father. And so just being around other men that are in the same boat, trying to be the best version of themselves. I've seen big gains there because I'm not like, yeah. I tend to be a little bit introverted and keep to myself. I tend to be a little bit selfish. You know, I tend not to um, like always think about her needs necessarily. And now I'm, I do better in those areas just because of the personal development journey and the mastermind and other guys encouraging me and giving me advice. And so, you know, just trying to put in the effort and hopefully I'm doing a better job. I like that you were bringing up the um, community there because that was actually something I was going to say about, you know, one thing about personal development that you talk a lot about is by surrounding yourself with other people who are like-minded. They are people that, you know, you guys kind of all have the same goal. And I think that's really, really beneficial in marriage. And I think sometimes we isolate ourselves too much in marriage and we don't want to share about problems because, you know, you don't want to disrespect your spouse, but you do have to have people that you can be honest with them and like, they're still going to love your spouse regardless of what you're saying about them. I'm not saying just go share this with anybody in the world, but I think that it helps you stay accountable, which is something that I've been learning is a lot with personal development. I'm not amazing at this, by the way. Like, I, I wouldn't say I love to ha- be accountable to people, um, but I am definitely getting, I'm doing that more. Like, because it does require you to actually just share. I'm not very great at sharing deeply about the way I feel or think or whatever about things. Um, So I think that community and having strong friendships with other couples is a really big part of your personal development goals. Yes. Uh, Masterminds to me are huge. That's a morning routine and and personal development. um, Morning routine and masterminds are two, like in, in my experience, major personal growth strategies the, the mastermind, you know, the, the one I'm thinking of, it's it's personal and professional. It's men only, um, though it would be interesting to have women in the group to get their perspective, but it's their group and that's how they run it. But um, 
yeah, it's having that community and no one's, it's a judgment free zone. Some of the guys bring some really sensitive stuff to the table. And, uh, I would say, even though it's personal and professional, like a lot of the time, the conversations lean more towards personal, you know, uh, marriage and other like addiction or whatever the case is, you know? And so it's, uh, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's such a major, it's been such a major part of my life, especially someone as someone that's a little more introverted, having to like get on these weekly calls and try to give advice and try to take advice and open up and lead the meeting sometimes. And it's, it's been a really push yourself out of your comfort zone type of thing. So recommend it. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of surrounding yourself with other people. And I think there's been plenty of marriages that have been saved because they had, you know, just um, the people in that marriage had the sounding board, people they could talk to. And yeah. when there be, and when that person, the spouse who's complaining about the other one is complaining, if they have somebody who's just honest with them and like, hey, that's not really unreasonable. <laughs> You're being terrible. That might here. be a you thing. Yeah, <laughs> that that <laughs> definitely does help. You know, bring things in perspective. Yeah. So, if you know, I was going to say, all right, I want to show up as the best version of myself. I know I want to. Um, you know, not be stressed and not be terrible to my spouse or to my family or whatever else. What kind of habits can you put in place to help you reach those goals? I mean, I think first you need to know what that have a general rough idea of what is important to you, how you want to show up, your intentions. Like as part of my morning routine, I write down like how I want to show up across energy work and life. And that's from the coaching program, as you know. And today I wrote just to give you some some concrete answers i wrote back i wrote for like work i wrote strong confident leader listener for love i wrote warm present kind supportive and then for energy i wrote uh, uh abundant can't read my own handwriting abundant grateful active and, and ambitious and so these are like and oftentimes this is what it is it doesn't change too much but i'm constantly reminding myself of how i want to be like what's important to me and it's that constant reminder of looking at writing it down, writing it down in the morning, and then I'll look at it throughout the day, and just you know, remind myself as to what's important to me. Um, and then, so to, how does that change your decisions throughout the day? Like, are you thinking to yourself when you're getting ready to, I don't know, yell at your kids or something? Are you like, okay, this isn't like gonna fall in place with what I wrote this morning, or or how does that play out? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not perfect, but it's it's more just a reminder of, I, I want to be congruent. Like, you know, you my identity, like, I want to be congruent. This is how, how I say I want to be. And so I want to try to be what I say I want to be. And so that congruency is very important to me. And so I think that's it. That's a lot of this whole, like, personal development, morning routines, really changing your identity and how you think of yourself and, and, like, wanting to be congruent with how you see yourself. And so to me, it's, it's a reminder. And, uh, you know, in terms of like the, the strategies, you know, that's the morning routine. That's the, the mastermind. Those are my two main things. It's a lot like what I consume through my, through my ears here and what I, and my eyeballs. And so I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the radio, nothing wrong with that, I'm not, you know, but I just, if I'm in the car, I'm listening to podcasts or I'm listening to audible and I sound like a crazy person, but it's, it's kind of like fun for me. So it's not, like, oh, here we go. Another, another audible book, you know? Um, <laughs> and if I feel that way, honestly, I do turn on the radio. Cause then I know I'm just burning myself out and I need to just relax, you know? And, uh, 
So the books are, that I consume are very important. The podcasts, my morning routine, uh, what I say, mastermind. Um, I mean, there's a lot of sub sets within the morning routine, like gratitude practice and journaling, exercise, meditation, all of that. That's I lump that under morning routine, and uh, and that's it. That that that's my way of doing it. You know, like there's if you listen to my podcast, giving a plug right now. If I get listen to my podcast, <laughs> the morning after podcast, everybody. Morningupgrade.com. I asked yep. <laughs> um, more about morning routines and ever like a lot of it is very similar to mine. Like, cause there's like the staple stuff that you would do, like gratitude practice, celebrating wins and all that. Um, but there's a lot that are very different, like red light therapy and walking outside in your bare feet called grounding. I just learned that today, actually. Um, just different things. So you just got to find what works right. best for you. Well, hopefully what works best for me is straightening up my house because that is definitely the number one consistent thing I do every single day, no matter what. I will straighten my bed, open up all of Mm -hmm. my blinds and straighten Mm -hmm. my couch up. I I mean, and feed the dogs, of course. (laughs) No, that's good. There's that book, uh, Make Your Bed Bed First or... uh, there's a whole thing about There's keeping a, a tidy house. Book about that, <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> Start with yeah. the sheet, chapter one. I have to. No, no, no. It's more concepts. <laughs> <laughs> my mom always talked about, like, she always told me there will be things that you do to open your house every day. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know what that was going to look like. It's different in every house, but it is definitely the case. I get up, I get dressed, and you know, and I will open all the blinds, straighten all the say, pillows. We, we have an. Uh, opening and a closing routine yeah. in that for the home it's that's that's like any restaurant i ever worked at it's you know there's a there's a closing closing down procedure and then opening up procedure that we go through every day and sometimes uh if i like if i'm the first one downstairs in the morning i do some of it you do some of it you know and yeah. this right here is why um so here's a little plug about your morning routine cards i keep them by the bed and like if if I'm doing them, I have to do them in the bed because the minute I get up, like this whole thing yeah. gets triggered. You know, triggered. And yeah. uh, on Saturdays, I'm really bad about this because I'll be like, I'm starving. I'm going to go downstairs and eat. And like Austin comes down an yeah. hour later. He's like, you didn't eat yet. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I'll, I'll be vulnerable here and admit that that's one thing that we need to work on is keeping a more tidy house. Uh, it's really... It bothers me that the house isn't as tidy as it could be, and it's oftentimes very messy. I don't think my wife's going to listen to this, so I don't think she'll care what I'm sharing. <laughs> but we've identified that that's something we could do a lot better. So now I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like a man on a mission to figure out, with the kids' help, how can we keep right. this house tidy? Um, because yeah. I really – like, it, you know, a tidy house is keeps your mind clean too, you know? Like if you're walking around, there's mess everywhere. It just – for me, it messes me up mentally. And so I've identified Thank that you. as a problem. Now I'm trying to work on a fix. Yep. Oh, we totally get it. So um, I've, I was homeschooled uh, most of my education, not all of it, but the majority of it. And then, you know, I've stayed home with my kids and I've been working from home for the oldest is 17 now. So if the house is a mess, I cannot take it and I won't rest and I won't relax and I don't do well relaxing at home anyway because it is my work. It is my, you know, my job, multiple jobs. So we put chore charts in place with our kids. I mean, from the mm. time they were like two. Yeah. 
They had chores. There's chore charts. Um, we have to reevaluate them every six months. Reevaluate them all the time. Every house we've lived in, we've had to change at different stages. The kids with their work schedules, you know, um, it's like, who's going to do dishes today? Because that that kid's at work or whatever. So I just will tell you, it is difficult and you're going to fight with the kids a lot, but it is really, really important because they have to learn how to do that stuff anyways. So it is helpful to you, you know, to do that. And I like that you've identified something that is bothersome in your marriage. And now you're like trying to figure out how do we work through that? And I think that is the key of personal development. And it's something I never really fully connected in my own life about that. I would say I'm the kind of person who is always self-help, like read self-help books all the time. I didn't even really know what personal development was. I think it's the same thing though. But I think that the biggest connection point for me is not just to like become this person so you can be like, ooh, look at me. It's really about becoming a person that has great relationships, that is happy and healthy and able to um, facilitate that among the other people that they are in relationship with. And that's probably been like the biggest thing that I've taken away from the personal development course is just like, like how does this actually practically apply to further my relationships. And I just didn't realize it was so relationship driven. Yeah. I think everything's very relationship driven. I, I, I think you're right. It's, it comes down to living a very fulfilling life and it doesn't mean a lot of money. That just means fulfilling. And usually fulfillment comes from relationships, including your marriage. Um, I think about like when I feel most full, it has really nothing to do with money. It has to do with like, I just had a good weekend with family and friends and the kids were running around in the backyard and, you know, we were having some drinks with friends and just talking, laughing. That's when I feel the most full, honestly. Right. You know? So I really like, you know, for anybody who's like, ah, personal development's not for me. It's really, it's more about developing a life that you want to live. It's being yeah. happy and healthy and, and having the life you want to live. Not the stuff, like you said, that you may want, but like just the feelings so, well, thanks, Ryan, for coming on. Tell everybody how they can find you before we get off of here, and I'll put it in the show notes. So, yes, thanks for having me on, guys. This is fun. I like doing the, like, the dual where there's two people I'm speaking to. What do they call it? <laughs> dual hosts? I don't know. That's they the call right it? word. But... No idea. Sure. Yeah, let's call it that now. <laughs> dual Forever. hosts. It's a new word. And uh, so dual it's host. morningupgrade.com. Morningupgrade.com. That's where everything is. Uh, the marketing agency is valentine.com and if you're and if you're in new jersey and you need a new roof uh, <laughs> valentine homeimprovement.com that's great well thanks so much for joining us and we can't wait for you know if anybody has any questions be sure to email ryan at ryan that's r-y-a-n at morningupgrade.com great yeah. all right thanks so much ryan we'll talk with you soon thank you bye guys 